and welcome to Friday, September 15th, 2023, the third of five Fridays this month, and this is your Newsmax Daily. Today is National Online Learning Day, founded in 2016 in appreciation for the benefits of online learning, which really has become one of the most positive and convenient benefits of the internet. And September 15th is a big day on the food calendar. It's National Double Cheeseburger Day. The only thing better than a good cheeseburger is a double cheeseburger, right? And it's National Cheese Toast Day, which is essentially grilled cheese. Although when I was a kid, my mother actually used to make cheese toast. Cheese, usually not American for some reason, like Swiss or Munster, on a slice of bread, put it in the oven a few minutes, and I actually thought that was good. National Cheese Toast Day. Tonight is the beginning of the Jewish holiday Rosh Hashanah, which is observed until sundown on Sunday. And topping the headlines, tens of thousands of union auto workers in the U.S. have now walked off the job and onto the picket line in a targeted strike against General Motors, Ford, and Chrysler Stellantis. This is the first time ever First time ever that the UAW staged the strike against all three big automakers at once. But everybody in the country, I want to say, hey, if it's happening here, you've got Blue Cross and Blue Shield is on strike right now. You've got uh, UPS that just came off of one. Teamsters are talking. Man, we got to step it up. It's about time that all the sacrifice that our members gave to this company to bring it out of bankruptcy is now one of the most profitable car companies. It's time that our members get what's owed to them. Yesterday, I incorrectly said they were looking for a 20% pay raise, but apparently it's 40%, along with several other changes. Ford CEO Jim Farley said the company could not afford all of the union's demands or it would eventually drive them to bankruptcy, saying Ford would have to cut jobs and close plants to survive. And what's the good of that? Farley said in an interview with CNN. Ford offered the UAW a 20% pay raise over the life of the contract, including an immediate 10% pay hike. The union said no to that. The president of the union said labor, the labor cost of a vehicle is only 5%. And even if they doubled their pay and not raised prices, they would still make millions of dollars. Well, here's something to think about. One of the many things to think about with this. Auto workers get pensions. So the more money they make while working, the bigger those pensions are going to be. And aside from that, with people living longer and longer, that's even more time they have to pay those pensions. President Biden, as you know, a big supporter of unions, said he is optimistic that the two sides will work out an agreement after speaking at a community college in Maryland yesterday and talking about the Jewish holiday last night. The president has nothing on his calendar today aside from a flight to Delaware for the weekend. There is a White House press briefing this afternoon, which should be extra interesting or extra frustrating after the Hunter Biden indictment on Thursday. Federal prosecutors, folks, they have indicted Hunter Biden. Yes, just moments ago, we are learning there is a report that Hunter Biden, the president's son, has been indicted on gun charges. Court documents do show that. As was expected, this indictment was supposed to happen before the end of the month. Well, now it is official. Of course, this is a historic indictment against the son of a a sitting president, and it comes after that sweetheart plea deal he thought he had over the summer collapsed during that 
critical court hearing in front of Judge Noriega there where more questions were asked and they went back to the table. Again, we're learning right now Hunter Biden, President's son, has been indicted on those gun charges. This has been a probe that started many years ago. Uh, Special Counsel David Weiss, a lot of pressure on him for not uh, bringing charges earlier in an investigation that started five years ago. But again, in Delaware today, Hunter Biden has been indicted on three gun-related charges. That's Bianca De La Garza, host of Newsline at noon, breaking the news on Newsmax. The three-count indictment accuses Hunter of lying on a form required for gun purchases when he bought a gun at a Wilmington, Delaware gun shop. He's charged with two counts of making false statements. First, for checking a box on the form saying he was not addicted to drugs, and second, for giving the form to the gun shop owner for their federally required records. The third count is for possessing the gun while knowing that he was using drugs. Newsmax Washington correspondent Kilmeny Ducart has reaction from Capitol Hill. A lot of reaction here on Capitol Hill. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer telling me that if it wasn't for the work of his committee and others, we would not have seen these charges brought forth. But he also says that those gun charges are the least of all the crimes that Hunter Biden has committed, adding that it is the only charge, again, that is not tied to President Joe Biden. We believe the president's son's committed nearly a dozen crimes. If I rank those crimes 1 through 12, the gun charge would be a distant 12th place. Uh, and ironically, it's the one charge you can't tie back to Joe Biden. I believe the other 11 crimes that Hunter Biden has committed, you can tie back to Joe Biden. So uh, call me skeptical. I'm not uh, excited, nor do I think that justice has been served. I also spoke with Congressman Byron Donalds, who is also on the Oversight Committee, Carl, who told me that this is a long time coming. This should have happened years ago. David Weiss had every ability to go ahead and do this for years. He didn't do it. He's now special counsel now, which, by the way, is a violation of the Department of Justice regulations. I digress. He's now the guy. He now brings these charges, frankly, because... They got caught in a rock in a hard place. This is the same David Weiss that tried to structure a deal where he would get a slap on the wrist. So all I really feel is about damn time justice is actually being served because Joe, uh, Hunter Biden did break the law with respect to these gun charges. Uh, both Chairman Comer and Congressman Donalds telling me that they'll have even more questions for the Attorney General Merrick Garland, who is set to testify here later this month on Capitol Hill, including why the statute of limitations was allowed to expire. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley, who helped lay the groundwork for, again, the Biden family investigation, tweeting that the Hunter Biden indictments are just the starting point for justice now. What about FARA money? laundering and bribery. What's the follow-up on the 1023? All the facts need to be pursued. Washington correspondent Kilmeny Ducart on Capitol Hill and those questions and concerns of Senator Chuck Grassley are the same questions and concerns that everyone has, including Bob Sellers on American Agenda. What about the tax charges and what about uh, claims, at least certainly look like possible uh, foreign agent, Farah, uh, uh, violations. Uh, and then there's the whole Hunter Biden family uh, getting paid millions of dollars. Uh, mm -hmm. What's your expectation there? He will be indicted on the tax charges. Remember, the tax charges are not failure to pay the 
taxes but failure to pay them in, in a timely manner, that too would result in a sentence of probation. Um, as far as the more serious charges, uh, nobody knows whether there is a serious investigation here. I have suggested that there ought to be special counsel appointed to investigate the president in any role he may have played. And that person should be beyond reproach, not somebody who is identified either with the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, but should be somebody who is non-political. And that person should look into any possible relationship between Hunter Biden's dealings in Ukraine and other places and the president of the United States. That's a that's a very, very serious investigation. Anytime the president himself is investigated, you really need the most careful kind of objective investigation. Veteran attorney and Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz on Thursday's American Agenda. Another president's son who knows all about being investigated, objective or not, spoke with Eric Bowling. Let's bring in Donald Trump Jr. to react. He's executive vice president of the Trump organization. Good to have you. I'm like serendipitous timing. We didn't know this indictment was yeah. going to come down today. Good to have you. I'll let you your, your initial thoughts, Don. Well, listen, I, I think Congressman Comer is 100 percent right. Right. Of the dozens of things, this is probably while serious, meaning a lot of people go to jail for a long period of time. This is the one that doesn't tie back to the big guy. Everything else involves Joe Biden, then as VP, perhaps as president, who knows? But there's dozens of crimes, far more serious, far more jeopardizing in terms of putting our free at risk, secrets, selling out our nation. Uh, and yet the one that they choose to pursue is the one that somehow magically doesn't involve Joe Biden. They almost have no interest uh, in the 10 percent for the big guy, the audio tapes from Ukrainian officials, why the Chinese government would invest a billion dollars with a known crackhead. You know, little things like that, Eric. So uh, it doesn't surprise me at all. And, it, you know, it, what doesn't also surprise me is sort of the reaction. I'm, I'm looking on uh, Twitter a short while ago, and I'm the guy that was trending. Not Hunter Biden, not the president's son indicted, uh, but it was Don Jr. that was trending. You know, just like it was Don Jr. Uh, when the cocaine in the White House was there, somehow I was trending then too. It shows you the bias. No. It shows you that, you know, it's almost impossible to have equal justice in this country so right now. Because between big tech and mainstream media, you don't have a chance. So let me let me ask your opinion on, on a couple. First of all, I'll take the under on how many years Hunter will serve. He could get up to 25 for the three charges. Yeah. 10, I'm going to go 10. with a big whopping I'll take, zero. I'll Eric, take the under. Actually, I'll happen. go. I'll take the under on your zero and I probably won't lose. Don, here's the question, though. Um, they're going to have to, in order to defend Hunter Biden, they're going to have to use the same laws that are legal, or Second Amendment rights, the same ones that Joe Biden, the president, is trying to eliminate. The irony is so thick here. Thoughts? Well, no, it, it's disgusting. As someone who's a you know staunch Second Amendment advocate, someone who's out there, a competitive shooter myself, uh, you know, I see all the people who've been charged with this. I see uh, innocent gun shops raided by the ATF. Uh, because someone put a comma in the wrong spot. Uh, I see people that have been thrown in jail literally for doing exactly what Hunter did. And he's charged with three separate incidents, right? There was the disposal of the firearm uh, in a garbage can outside of a high school. I mean, think about that. Like, I have a feeling if it was Don Jr. or virtually any other in the country, uh, certainly a conservative citizen, uh, that same ATF, that same DOJ uh, would be prosecuting them to the fullest extent of the law. 
Donald Trump Jr. on the balance with Eric Bowling, who also spoke with Megyn Kelly about her recent interview with Don Jr.'s dad, President Donald J. Trump. My favorite, maybe my favorite answer, uh, play when you asked him, why doesn't he just retire and sit on a billion dollars and go have some fun golfing? Listen. You don't have to be running for president, sitting for four criminal trials, some civil, and possibly looking at jail time. No. Is it worth it? Yeah. Uh, Make America great again. Our country's going to hell. I think this is very important. I think that we're going to save our country. Megan, I'll let you weigh in, but I have one more thing I have to do. I know we're running out of time, but one, one more thing I have to do. So every time we talk, or I, I, I talk to Chris Christie, or I'll talk to Geraldo, I had him on the other day, or Ron DeSantis. My audience says, what the hell's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Why can't you, can't you be more pro-Trump? I'm not sure if that's possible. Look at this viewer tweet. When I put up that we were going to speak today, tonight, about your interview, the viewer, and there were many of these, Megan. It's Mark Johnson says, she goes on your show because you two are close friends, true. For sure, you won't ask her why she gave a soft interview to DeSantis in comparison to Trump. I'll let you answer that um, because I saw both of them, but I want you to have that shot. I mean, I think the record, you know, reflects that that's not the case, uh, that that this tweeter is mistaken. When I sat with Ron DeSantis, I, I asked him, why are your poll numbers completely collapsing? Why is your campaign imploding? What's this with yet another reset? You've had to lay off 30 people. I mean, that's how we started it. And then we spent 15 minutes drilling down on how he has authoritarian tendencies and is abridging people's freedom of speech when it comes to the Disney Back and forth, like we went 10 deep on that. And, you know, he gave just as good as he got, but it was dicey. It was tense. Uh, And in that one, like this one, I wasn't sure whether the subject would like the interview when it was done. But you know what? That's my job. I'm not there to be liked. A hundred million percent. Megyn Kelly, you know, you're going on Megyn Kelly's show. You know, you're going to get asked the the tough questions. That's why we love Megyn Kelly. And that's why we do it here, too, folks. Don't yell at me for having different views or opposing views other than your favorite view. Wait, can I say something real quickly? Absolutely. Can I say something real quickly? Yeah. Um, I also love that last exchange you played the best. And I encourage people to go watch the full exchange because it's a very reflective Trump talking about how why he's doing it, why he's not going to be on the golf course and saying he's got these beautiful places he goes like in Scotland and he may never see them again. You know, he's he's older. He's facing four potential prison terms. And if he gets reelected, he's going to be very busy as president. But I genuinely believe he loves the country. And I genuinely believe he thinks he's the answer to the darkness that has surrounded us over the past few years and that he can turn it around. I, I have no doubt he has a deep love of the country and believes he can save it. Megan Kelly hosted the Megan Kelly Show on the Balance with Eric Bowling. That's weeknights at 8 Eastern on Newsmax. As you heard last night and are hearing throughout the day today, there are many who think, and rightfully so, that the indictment of Hunter is only to deflect the sheep from the impeachment inquiry of President Biden. We get more from Chris Salcedo. The hopelessly pro-Democrat anti-American press has continued to echo this no evidence of an impeachable offense line, as many have on uh, social media, these left-wing sycophants who populate the online social media sites. Could they be telling the truth? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they're telling the truth. Let's explore that. There is no evidence if you think that three known FBI FD-1023s detailing Biden corruption is it evidence. There is no evidence unless you consider that Joe Biden admitted he has illegally possessed classified documents from as far back as 1974. 
There is no evidence unless you know about more than 20 LLCs, which were established by Biden family members and their associates. Those shell companies have transferred in excess of $20 million between foreign nationals and at least nine members of the Biden family. There is no evidence if you choose to ignore at least 170 suspicious activity reports from banks red flagging those Biden family transactions from foreign nationals. In compliance with the law, those banks reported those red flags to the IRS, which apparently has been covering up for the Bidens. There is no evidence so long as you don't admit that those SARS reports are backed up by thousands of pages of bank records. And uh, have turned up with no evidence none he that he did anything wrong and that's because the president didn't do anything wrong okay no evidence according to cnn and msnbs the rest of the compromised press as well because they failed to report a credible fbi source who has worked with the agency for more than 10 years who alleged that at least 17 recordings of joe and hunter biden exist where they are discussing business with burisma executives while biden was vice president there's no evidence of an impeachable offense if you've never seen Joe Biden openly admit that he withheld congressionally approved funds on the condition that Ukraine fire a prosecutor investigating Burisma, that energy company that Hunter Biden was making tons of money off of, and with which Joe Biden allegedly promised American foreign policy changes in exchange for millions of dollars of foreign cash. Chris Salcedo, host of The Chris Salcedo Show on Newsmax. Closing arguments, by the way, happening today in the impeachment trial of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, accused of taking bribes, carrying on an affair, and firing employees who reported his actions to the FBI. However, other employees of the Attorney General's office say they've never seen any of that. And let's wrap it up with Rob Schmidt and a follow-up on alien corpses at the Mexico UAP UFO hearings that I talked about yesterday. So I wanted to bring you on just to talk about, I mean, you, you talked at this hearing yesterday. Um, you had these, these mummified corpses rolled in. A former U.S. Navy pilot and UFO whistleblower who testified on Capitol Hill two months ago has called what we saw yesterday uh, an unsubstantiated stunt and a huge step backwards for the UFO movement. What do, what do you think when, when you saw those pictures? Well, uh, they look too similar to humans to me uh, yeah. for them to have arrived from far away. And they also resemble, uh, you know, uh, what we saw in the film uh, E.T. Exactly. I would bet that uh, these are not real. Uh, and uh, But I don't have any access to data. This was a surprise to me. I actually could not stay for the entire uh, duration of this event. I just came for the first uh, 20 minutes or so yeah. because I had to deliver a lecture, public lecture at the Smithsonian Institution. So I missed all the fun, uh, but uh, I don't regret it because it doesn't look very scientific to me. No, it doesn't. And I, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, we spent a lot of time on this show talking about this subject because it, it is such a vast universe. And it's, you know, it's just hard to believe that there's trillions more stars and planets out there. And this is the only one that has life. Here's here's NASA Administrator Bill Nelson uh, spoke earlier today. If you ask me, do I believe there's life in a universe that is so vast that it's hard for me to comprehend how big it is? My personal answer is yes. So he thinks yes. I think a lot of people think yes at this point. The question is, is, is any of it anywhere near 
us? Have we have we experienced any of it? I know you have uh, what you think you found might be some kind of alien technology you believe potentially. Well, uh, it's arrogant of us to think that uh, Albert Einstein was the smartest scientist who ever lived since the Big Bang 13.8 billion years ago. There are um, billions of Earth-Sun uh, systems within the Milky Way galaxy alone, and there could have been civilizations that by now would have reached us because it takes less than a billion years to traverse the distance across the Milky Way galaxy. And so the question is, if we look at our backyard, do we see any objects that may have arrived, any packages that have a postal address from far away? Uh, we went uh, to look at materials that came from uh, the first interstellar meteor. Mm -hmm. And we found that the composition of those materials indeed is very different from materials uh, that belong to the solar system. That's Harvard University professor Avi Loeb on Rob Schmidt tonight. If you couldn't make it out, he said material that came from the first interstellar meteor was very different from any materials known of in the solar system. Loeb will be leading an expedition in the Pacific to try and find more of that material from the meteor. And if you missed yesterday's podcast, I talked in depth about this issue and the Mexican hearings, so make sure you check that out. If you are not yet watching Newsmax TV, for some reason, it is available on most major cable systems, AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, Spectrum, Xfinity, Fios, and many others, as well as your favorite platforms like Amazon, Roku, Zumo, Apple TV, and more. Thank you, as always, for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Have a fantastic weekend, and it will be an expensive one if you're road tripping, by the way. The price of gas now over $4 a gallon in more than a dozen states. As I've mentioned many times, I have been paying well over $4 a gallon for well over a year now because I use premium in my vehicle. So enjoy the weekend. There'll be lots of great football and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.